You're about to enter the realm of the Lighting King. Elysion of TCP comes back for part two of his personal history. What a story, Greg. Always great, and there's more to come. So be ready. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny about, you know, TCP. You got to go to tcpi.com, check him out. But, you know, what a great company and what a great honor to have Ellis come on the show and tell us his personal story. And I think it's time for, for, for a new generation of leaders to emerge in this industry. And Ellis is front on that stage right now, Greg. Yeah, he has a, the story to back it. And you'll hear some of that today. And the company to back it. Really, that's uh, the other thing we got to touch on is the reason I like TCP as a light distributor is because they have everything in every color and every temperature and every wattage and every size and every shape, including what you're going to see on screen. Some, I just found this out, filament shape LED lamps. You can write the word love or home or have an arrow or have a cactus and in your light bulb. Why? Because TCP just does that kind of thing. If you need something in lighting, they can they can make it. They're an actual manufacturer that makes product, and they can do that for you, and they do that for you. And I'm having them on and talking to my company next week. They're, they're doing a lot of lunch and learns with distributors. Ellis is coming in and talking to my company next week about all the stuff that's unique to them that no one else has. Because I, I know they have flat panels. I know they have high bays. I know all that stuff. But I didn't know until I looked today that they have these shaped filaments. You never know where that can come in handy. But they also have... 27k tubes nobody else does there's a lot of oh, things there to baby, look at baby you you got what i need <laughs> <laughs> go to tcpi.com baby that's tcpi.com of course a member of the national association of badass lighting distributors right now check out to get a coupon lighting dish <laughs> get a coupon lighting podcast welcome back Elisian. thank you mike when we last spoke, we were talking about half-cooked rice forcibly being taken from your family, <laughs> sent to a mountain village, uh, having right. to learn how to uh, subsistence agriculture on the fly from rice to pigs to tobacco. Correct. That was an incredible story of your, you and per, your, like a micro history of the, the proletarian cultural revolution in China. Uh, it was, but also, you know, uh, uh, that was difficult. But on the other hand, it really built up this internal strength. Because when you're in a very difficult time or in difficult environment, uh, 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 the everyday uh, farming work is extremely uh, uh, tough. But you know what? It started building your body and your body built up your mind. And to a point, you feel like, I'm okay. I can move forward. Mm. It's not going to uh, destroy me. You see what I mean? Uh, it's, not that, that, it's, that, not that, it's not that we wish for adversity, Alice, but that in, in some ways, adversity is a gift. It strengthens yes. our character. It Correct. tests us in ways that um, force us to think about our morality and what matters most to us. So I, I felt, I felt the same way. I felt that you had, um, that this was absolutely intrinsic to the development of the character of Elysian. That's correct. Because one thing uh, I always tell people is we as a human, uh, we have a, such a flexibility and sometimes we do not realize it. 
uh, in a difficult time or difficult environment, how much we're able to stretch out, out you know, ourselves out, how much you're able to take. Uh, uh, like you said, okay, things like that, not just build up the character, you, you also uh, give yourself a confidence. In other words, I always tell people, doesn't matter how difficult it is, go outside, look at the sky, and tell yourself, sky's not falling. Hmm. So what's the big deal? Tomorrow will be a better day. It doesn't matter how difficult it is. How, it doesn't matter how many times we eat uh, burnt rice or the uh, 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 rice patties. So horrible. It's okay. The sun has to go down. Mm-hmm. And the sun will come up and it will go down again. So I always joke about this, uh, 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 my travel with the people. People say, oh my goodness, you travel overseas so often, uh, so difficult, how many hours? And I'm using the same kind of thought. I tell people, I say, you know what? Airplane takes off, it has to come down. <laughs> Doesn't matter how long it is, it will come down. So relax. So you're right. Uh, 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 um, uh, my experience really that time uh, for for seven eight years uh, make me it's kind of kind of very strong internally. Uh, obviously, you know I, I I do build my body a little bit, lots of muscles <laughs> at that time. And believe it or not, after that I I kept doing exercise, but more than that is a mindset. Uh, uh, it's it's make my will become very very uh, determined. When I try to get, get something done, I pretty much uh, uh, tell myself, you know what, I will never give up. Uh, I may not be smart as other people, I may not be lucky as other people, but you know what, if I just hang in there, that's what I learned in the farm. As long as I hang in there, don't give up. Okay, and uh, someday. Somehow, at the end of the line, only a few people left. And I, I will be those one of the lucky ones. Not because I'm smart, not because I'm lucky, just I never gave up. You know, it, it's interesting. Um, I can't remember when it was, but I think what you're talking about is called tenacity, right? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I, read, I read a study that, that showed that tenacity wasn't something that people could decide to have. It was something that they were born with. So there are people that are very tenacious and they won't give up and they won't back down and they keep moving forward. And whether, you know, whether that's developed or if you're born with that, it's an interesting, an interesting um, uh, idea to think about. But did any of your compatriots from Shanghai, when you were out there, did they, did any of you have any psychological collapses? Was there moments of extreme grief? Was there times when, you felt deserted by some of them, that some of them were shirkers or some of them were, were not, you know, working in with the team. And um, was there a leadership structure? Tell me a little bit more about that before we move on. Okay. Yes. Uh, um, first of all, very luckily, uh, we, uh, there were 10 of us. Okay. And 10 of us, as, a, as a, you can consider, that's a small group. Okay. Uh, uh, so the, the structure at that time, we were in a small mountain uh, village, but the mountain village become part of the, what you call the commune, okay? In that commune, we have a few hundred uh, kids from Shanghai. 
Okay, that become a smaller uh, group, and and we do communicate on the on a monthly basis, and uh, 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 um, um, every month um, we we kind of you know uh, okay get together, because there's a tradition locally is um, uh, twice a month, and how do you call that? It's twice a month. It's a market. So all the farmers bring their uh, 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 vegetables, eggs, everything, uh, uh, market, okay, it's twice a month. And, and, uh, and uh, we're using the opportunity, we all get together, okay? Uh, let me say, we were lucky enough, uh, in general, uh, I think you will say we went through this uh, three, four months, what you call depressing area, because... Like I mentioned earlier, all of a sudden you realize, oh my God, we're stuck here. <laughs> this is our life. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> it's very depressing. It's not just hardship. You look at, you come from big city. Kids have a dream based on what you see. So in a big city, you have big dream of the big city, right? All of a sudden, you look at this mountain, you look at such a pretty primitive environment, you say, oh my goodness, I'm not really going anywhere. I'm stuck here. I'm going to uh, 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 work in the rice paddy and for the rest of my life. That was depressing. But <laughs> like I said earlier, well, luckily enough, uh, 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 in that group, we really didn't have any kids at that time really completely broke down. Uh, really kind of out of control. We, 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 we didn't have any psychological help because it's so primitive. I mean, people over there, I don't think anybody has any education more than elementary school to start with. So how can you get help, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, and I look at the farmers over there, those farmers, I live with them, I, I work in the patio with them. I ask myself, you know what? Those people, their ancestors, Don, had been working for 100 years here. They are still here. They survived. Okay? Uh, why do I make myself thinking I'm better than they are? Hmm. Okay, you know what I mean? I, I try to get my mindset. Uh, otherwise, you're right. You will go nuts. It's just every day think about you're stuck over there. Okay. Obviously, the difference is if the people born there, they never saw outside their village, never saw the city, never saw the running water, never saw the toilet, never saw the gas, never saw those things. They never thought things like that ever existed. So obviously, they thought whatever they had, that's that's whatever it is. But for us, it's 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 very difficult adjustment. Hmm. But I think so, everybody uses their all psychological adjustment. For me, really, I mean, I I I, I love that those people. They are so innocent. They are they are so nice people. Hmm. And uh, if they can survive, I told myself I can survive too. It's a, it was a daily fight. You know, I, I I I was so young. You know, so many times in the middle of the night, I cry. Say, you know, <laughs> my goodness, you know, 
toughness of life, uh, uh, life and hardship with working is one thing. Just thinking about was there was no future for me. That was extremely difficult. Um, how, how wrong I, you were, though? <coughs> oh, remember? I went like, there like when, you, I was you, when you were in the depths of that, you thought there was no future. <coughs> oh, that, you were wrong. That was the future, like, uh, you, right. You were wrong. I was wrong. That, that's what amazing <laughs> things about life. I was totally wrong. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, you know, I, 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 I was not thinking about it. I was wrong at that time. You're very sure. honest with you. Yeah. I thought that was it. Yeah. You're screwed, okay? You're stuck yeah. here. <laughs> sure. There's no way out. No way out. At that time, was no way out. No way out. But there was a way out. So we out. left. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Go ahead. We Go left ahead. last time. And uh, Ellis, you mentioned that you got out. You, you passed the test and you moved on. So what? continue on with that story when you left okay. the farm and what happened. I, I, I missed another story uh, because that's connect together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1973, after Nixon went, went there in 1992, my aunt on my mom's side, because in 1949, uh, my mom has uh, all together they had uh, they had uh, six siblings. Okay, uh, three of them come to the U.S. in the 1949, 1952. At that time, before the communists took over, so uh, uh, two of my aunts and uh, uh, and one of my uncle were were in the U.S. since then. After Nixon, we went there in 1972. The door opened a little bit, so my grandfather was in. In, in, in Shanghai. So my aunt from Cleveland uh, 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 with her two kids uh, uh, went to China to visit my uh, 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 grandfather and obviously uh, my mom and everybody over there, okay? So so when they arrived over there, okay, obviously the family all got together. They haven't seen each other or they haven't talked to each other almost uh, since 1949, 1949, 50, So everybody introduced their family. Okay, so my mom told my aunt, said, you know, I had, uh, uh, I have four, four kids. So my aunt said, only three here. Where's the fourth one? That was me. Oh, mom said, the, the fourth one, in the farm. So my, my aunt couldn't understand. Come from U.S. Can you imagine, right? It was still during the cultural revolution. Anybody come from U.S. Say, why the kid supposed to be in a school end up in the farm? Mm-hmm. Okay? And she said, can I, uh, can she, uh, can he come? So my mom sent me a telegram. Okay? And say, your aunt and your cousins, everybody were here. We, we had uh, family reunion, if uh, if you can get a permission to come. Obviously, I applied. I went to the local uh, authority government. It's still there's a government over there. And I got my uh, 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 permission to come back. However, it took me three days. Remember, remember. now I have to get on a bus. I have a train, blah, 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 blah. Okay, let me, long story short. On the third day, they were leaving. Shanghai. And uh, my aunt told my mom, say, you know, this is not right. Okay. And uh, she said, if there's any opportunity, I can help him. 
if it's possible to come to U.S. Okay? She said, I can arrange for study for him. But that was 1973. At that time, that kind of comments, that kind of things was unheard of because mm-hmm. country was still closed. Okay? And uh, very unfortunately, that following day, when I arrived in Shanghai, they already left. Mm-hmm. So at that time, we never met. Okay. So they come back to the States. My aunt literally helped me to uh, 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 make arrangement for the language school at that time. Okay. See if it's possible. But even that was being made, the arrangement was being made. China was not open. So I took her, her arrangement, went to the local authority. Every, everybody looked at me thinking, you, you, won't be, uh, uh, you, you must be out of your mind. <laughs> That's like a no-no. Did you, you ask them to you, go to America? Right. You could end up in jail just for asking. Hmm. And obviously, I was young and stupid. How old? Okay. Oh. At that time was, let me think, uh, uh, 70, 70, I was like 18, 18. 17, 18. So, so, so I thought, hey, you know, I was in a farm. It it cannot be worse than that. Uh, Jail, maybe. So uh, I'm already at the bottom of the bottom. So (laughs) what was the big deal? But I got a little bit excited. I even didn't know what that meant to me. I got excited, but you know, things just went on. I went back to the farm. Every morning, I got up, go to the, uh, the rest paddy, you know, rice paddy work, and all of a sudden, these things just kind of came and went. Like nothing happened. Okay. Then, a few years later, then we talk about this school. 1976. Cultural revolution was over after 10 years, 10 years. And Teng Xiaoping come back. And the first thing he did was got to, got to put a school system back again, got to open up a university. Because of that, all of a sudden, it come out the way is, it's really, there's no way to fix it. So the only way they could do is, okay, there is an entry test for the university. Anybody can pass it, go back to school. That's why I was talking about last. And then my mom sending me those boxes. <laughs> so I you're back to your self-study and you're taking this test. Yeah. So yes. what happens? Actually, you know, I was, uh, I-, I was pretty good with history. I was good in English because of my mom. Because w- when I was in Shanghai, when I was uh, 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 a little. Remember uh, that the, the 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 junior high I went was a Christian school. So my mom, my aunt, uh, 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 went that school too. So before that, actually, my mom, my father, they they all uh, uh, they all speak English. Uh, sometimes, uh, if they didn't want us to know certain things, all of a sudden they switch to English because they didn't want us to know. Okay, we always wondering we, what 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 they were talking about. Okay, mm. because that's the education background. Obviously, we learned something about that. And I was pretty good in Chinese and history, this and that. My math was half decent. But be very honest with you, I, 
I was not good at physics and things like that. Okay. So I was lucky enough focus on certain things because I realized I was really bad at certain things. I focused on those things. I was really good at it. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I guess whatever I studied, I put my mind to it and I passed test. It was shocking to me. I even didn't know, okay? <laughs> and because after it was done, just like everything else, I said, hey, I give a try. It's okay. So the day I took the test, I come back to my village. And uh, like everybody else, next morning, the sun come out. I got up, went to work in the rice paddy. Hmm. About a month later, out of the blue, I even didn't put any hope on it. All of a the sudden, there is letter, just like things like that, come to down to the local and deliver to me. Say, oh, by the way, you've been accepted to a uh, local college. Hmm. And, and I couldn't believe it. I look at this whole thing. I said, whoa, <laughs> like you guys said, <laughs> a day ago, I thought there was no future. Sure. And all of a sudden, I have this letter from them. <laughs> okay. So, sure. Whoa, <laughs> does that mean I'm getting out of here? <laughs> Do you still have the letter? No, <laughs> no, because, uh, <laughs> no, I wish I had, you know. Sure. Right. So, so how did you, how did you get your first trip over to America? How did that happen? You went to college. What were you studying in college? Okay. And then, then how I did went it translate college, into then America? I went, yeah. Then I went to college for a couple, uh, 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 about a year and a half. Okay, because uh, uh, college started on the 19, uh, I, I don't remember, then 1960, 1977. Okay, now this is another bizarre story because I went to college for two and a half years. I didn't realize when the years ago, four or five years ago, after submitted this asking for silly things come to the United States, it was on the record. It was on the record, but I didn't know about this. So that was also after April. Somehow this April has something to do with me. It was in April, one of the afternoons. The school principal come to me and he said to me, oh, uh, Alice, uh, we don't know what happened, but the security bureau wants you to stop by nine o'clock in the office. <laughs> and I said to myself, holy, what? What did I do? I, I didn't do anything. I didn't say anything. No, is this the is the security? Is that the you, the college security, or is that a part of the communist no. party? Communist Party Security Bureau. Mm-hmm. That's the things. Yep. You know, I'm to get a new tool. Okay. Um, uh, I didn't do anything wrong. I was a good farming boy, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so the next morning, I I was scared because it didn't I. Tell the truth, I forgot everything. I forgot the documents I submitted. I forgot all those things. You know what I mean? I went through uh, the, the farming, then they sent that, you know, and then I was in the school. Okay. So the next morning I went. And, uh, and it was so bizarre. And the lady uh, received me and she said, oh, uh, do you have a five yuan with you? I said, oh. Because these days you have to pay to go to jail. Why? Why they ask you for five yuan's? <laughs> well, this is something new to me. <laughs> uh, I said no. 
no, I, I don't. He said, are you able to get it? I said, yes. Then she said, why don't you come back tomorrow morning uh, again at 9 o'clock? You need to bring in five yuan with the two pictures. Okay. Oh, I said, it was, you know, I was five minutes. I said, okay, would you tell me where can I get those pictures? <laughs> oh, then she wrote on the address. I said, go here and there. There is a shop. Go over there to get it. So I went there. I, I got it. I went back to the school. I, I, you know, I have little money. My, my mom, my dad gave it to me just for emergency type of stuff. Uh, now something kind of disgusting, but usually because money is so little, so precious. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have any place to put it, but I actually hide my monies in my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> that was your wallet, your shoe wallet. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, yeah, Greg, you're absolutely right. My, 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 my shoes and my wallet, okay? <laughs> so, but hang on a second here. If, if money is so rare, yeah. that means... Not rich, have, just not a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, but, but that means that people aren't going and buying lunch anywhere. They're being served mm-hmm. food in the institution they're attending. Correct. Like wherever they go in these communist Correct. states, these primitive communist states... The food and the well-being and everything has to go with the institution. Correct. In the meantime, it does exchange in money, but in a, such a small amount. Mm-hmm. Okay. For instance, uh, 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 by today's standard, today at that time the Chinese ten cents is a lunch equivalent to let's two cents today. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean. So sure. Korea is. It is uh, uh, people, normal people have their job at that time. And, uh, may, they, they may only have a $10, $10 a month, mm-hmm. U.S. You see what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot. Mm-hmm. But they would eat okay. at the factory they worked at or they would eat at the Oh, yeah. The Everybody eat yeah. in cafeteria. Everybody mm-hmm. ate in cafeteria. It doesn't matter school or factory. Okay. Obviously, in the village, that's a different story. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you go to school, it means that you have a room where you sleep at the school as well. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a dorm. So we have like uh, 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 six kids w- were in the one room. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you eat uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the in the cafeteria. So, you so I went back. Yeah. Go ahead. So I went back, I, I went through my uh, wallet, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That was the only five I had. I No, I had a six because I had to pay the pictures. So mm-hmm. the next day, I went to the, 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 the shop first, got my picture, I went back, okay? So exactly the same thing, so quick, so quick was I give the lady five yuan, then I give the lady two pictures, so I asked the lady something weird. I say, okay, so where do I go now? I'm really thinking he, she's going to send me to jail. I say, where, where do I go now? <laughs> and she said to me, oh, uh, you go back to your school. Come back here in one week. I said, gee, I, I never heard anything like that. I, I was totally confused, sure. guys. Totally, totally confused. But at this point, you could just guess. Actually, they tried to give me a passport. Hmm. Okay, but I didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so later what I found out was in the uh, 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 80s, early 80s, uh, country opened up. So when the country opened up, they went through the old file, 
to look at how many people asked for in the past, or are they decent kids? I just using that word, decent. Okay, mm-hmm. not troublemaker, right? They are, you know, they are okay. So they literally pulled out those small group of people out and let them out. So I was lucky. Was one of those. And what year was that? I think in the in the in the seventy uh, eight, nineteen seventy, later seventy eight, early seventy nine. At, at that time, I was so lucky. It was I found out later at that time. You know what I mean? When when internally they decide they want to open up a little bit, which means they were allowed certain people to leave China. They just went through the old fires, so decide who's who. Okay, mm. so who whatever they decide, I was one of them. So that lady gave you your passport a week later? A, a week later, the lady gave me the passport, and the lady told me, say, okay, you have to deal with this by yourself. Number one, go back to your school, okay? Tell your school authority you are leaving the school, okay? Then you now, now you are your own. You have the passport. You have to go to Beijing, the U.S. Embassy, to get a visa. I, I assume, did you want to leave at this point still? Were you, I mean, now oh, that yeah. you got it, you were, okay. Uh, no, no, be, be honest with you. All, all, all I knew is I got it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was not that smart. I, I didn't connect things together, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, no, no, guys. I, I, like I said earlier, I was not that smart, okay? I just mm-hmm. said, oh my goodness, I got it. I show everybody my passport. It's like, whoa, what is this? It's nobody ever saw a passport. Mm. So I, I took care of that. I went back to school. Okay. That was in the, uh, uh, that was in the, also in the spring of the 79. And I traveled now at that time, no airplanes, nothing. I traveled by slow train, went from Shanghai to Beijing. And I went to the U.S. embassy at that time because embassy just being open. Okay. N- not that long. Open embassy. At that time, my mom contacted my aunt, resubmitted all the, a uh, 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 language school documents, this and that, right? Okay, then we send everything back to Shanghai. Then I put the whole thing together. I send it to the U.S. Embassy in Beijing. Hmm. Okay. And the U.S. Embassy people were very, very nice. And he said, okay, we got everything. Why don't you go back to Shanghai? Uh, uh, we need to process those papers. When it's done, we will send back to you. Just be patient. Go home. Okay. And I went home. So I went home at that time. Obviously, I left the school. Okay, I'm not been out to the school anymore. Based on what you're talking about, uh, Mike, last time, at, at that short period of time, I've been out to nowhere. Yeah, so that's I'm the Chinese Shanghai. system of hoku or whatever. I can't know if the right, pronunciation is right. I'm, I, I'm not hoku at all. Because yeah, the so there's the way, me, I, have to, let me, I have to explain this to people because a lot of it still happens to this day. The sixth sure. system exists. So right. in China, if depending on where you're, so China has external migrants and internal migrants and right. internal migrants from the farms, when they come to Shanghai or any of these cities, they don't have right. the same rights as people no. who are live in those cities. And this persists Correct. to this day. Back when, Correct. Wh- where, when El- what Ellis is talking about is that there's the food is literally being apportioned out by government agencies. And it's being apportioned out by each person's hoku. So if he doesn't have anywhere to go, he doesn't have any food to eat. Correct. That means I I had to eat my family's food. 
because mm. I didn't belong to Shanghai. I didn't belong to school. I didn't belong to anywhere. All I had is I had a passport. Okay. Mm. So I was in the limbo. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I was in sure. the limbo. Okay. And I think about, uh, about 35, 40 days later, okay, I, I received a thick envelope, which has all the documents inside. Okay, was uh, 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 you know all organized, saying you know congratulations, uh, we approve your visa, requested this and that. And, and at that time, finally, it's it's like uh, it's start sinking to my head. Say, oh my goodness, this is real. This did, is real. Did you have a perception in your mind of what America was like? We often hear. Um, you know, despite the news recently, um, uh, you know, most immigrants to America would have had an American dream in their head. They would have heard about America as a land of opportunity, as a land of freedom. Um, did you think that you were going to a better place? Were you excited that you okay. were leaving China, which to many Westerners, China, especially in the 70s and the 60s, was just a big jail. It was like a, a big jail for all of its citizens in a sense. And did okay. you have a feeling that uh, you were leaving that, or was it just, oh, this is a good adventure? How did you feel about it at the time? Okay, first of all, uh, uh, you have to understand, in the early 80s China and the today's China, in terms of the, 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 the communication, how much Chinese know about the U.S. is totally too different, complete, complete different. In the early 80s, uh, it was complete blocked. Chinese had no idea, no idea what is America's United States is about. No idea. Hmm. They even didn't know there's something else out there. Okay. Remember, after 20, 30 some years, you, you, you kind of, you, you kind of get used to the system, get used to the living there. You think this is normal. Yeah. It's like North Korea is now. Right, you never imagine. Oh, there's something out there. No, mm -hmm. the, the the imagination even did not exist at that time. Mm -hmm. Did not exist. So, what were you thinking? Where were you going? I just thought it's wow. It's just like uh, seven years ago, I went to the farm. Now I have another <laughs> journey. Guess what? New adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding here. I'm, I'm sure. Like I said earlier, it's not like, oh, yeah, I have fulfilled my dream. No, 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 yeah. no, no. I said, wow, I just have another opportunity here. I have no idea mm. what the American look like. I have no idea how I'm going to end up over there. I have no idea. Zip. <laughs> but the one thing I knew, just what I learned in the farm, okay? Compared to what I used to be, this has to be far better than it was. <laughs> Just by comparison. Okay. Unknown really didn't scare me mm -hmm. because I went through seven years. The farms unknown really taught me a huge thing. Don't worry about unknown, okay? Go out to face whatever it is. Do whatever you have to do. You will survive. Hmm. Okay? But you know what? Later I find out, come to States, a little bit more difficult than when I went to the farm. <laughs> because <laughs> a little bit difficult. Okay? But that, that was the mindset. 
that was kind of, you know, okay. Uh, first thing was do the preparation, okay. Uh, at that time, there was no direct fly. We have to find a fly. Uh, so what happened was come from uh, Shanghai to uh, Tokyo, Tokyo to San Francisco, San Francisco to Cleveland. Remember, uh, uh, my aunt helped me out. Uh, my aunt, my uncle, uh, family live in Cleveland. Okay. I mean, they've been in Cleveland since in, I mean, I don't know, for a long, long, long time. So my aunt really thought for me to, to adjust to the environment, it's, it's, a, it's a good idea. Also, it's a necessity to live with them. So that's Why did they live in Cleveland? Why did your aunt and uncle live oh, there? Oh, I think they went to, uh, 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 they, they, they come to states, uh, they went to school, and obviously they live in the different cities. And then uh, my, my uncle was a doctor, okay? So uh, they went to uh, 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 Columbus, Ohio, with the uh, 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 Ohio State Medical School for the, for the interns, things like that. I really didn't know the details, mm. but eventually they settled in Cleveland. Mm. Got it. Okay. Eventually settled in, in, in Cleveland. But you know what? I love Cleveland because Cleveland is a city not too big, not too small. You know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, and, and it's, it's calm here, you know. Uh, but, but again, you know, we didn't have lots of money at that time. Remember, airline ticket, like a, a, a number, the ticket, it's like, the price of ticket, like a number, my mom never dealt with that in, in her entire life. Like, holy moly. I think, you, you know, even these days we just talk about, I, I think because we didn't have money. Remember, lots of things being uh, taken away from us. So so we literally didn't have that much left. Okay. But for for whatever reason, my mother, uh, 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 you know, kind of managed that. I think... Uh, he sold on lots of stuff, just tried to raise the money for me. Just tried to raise the ticket for me. The Do you know what the okay. price of the that, ticket was in, in Juan? Do you remember it? Oh, I think at that time it's pretty expensive. It's it's not that expensive. One way, one way I believe is like uh, US dollars, like uh, $1,400, $1,500. One way at that time. So in 1980. So, yeah, you, you know what you should do? Right. You could do this. One could, way. You could do this. You could take <laughs> yeah. your net worth... You could divide fourteen hundred dollars by your net worth and figure out what your return on investment was. On that, <laughs> <ticket>. <laughs> that would be a good number. Then, if if that's the number, let me give you something else here. Sure. Okay. At that time, the only uh, Chinese government only allowed me to exchange sixty U.S. dollars. Okay. When I leave in China that morning, I had 60 US dollars in my pocket. That was it. Mm -hmm. That was it. Okay. But speculating in foreign currency would be a crime in China at that time, would it not? <laughs> like if they, they can only give a certain amount of foreign currency out, right? Oh, sure, That's sure, 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 sure. Right, yeah. right. Right. Even not a matter of exchange. They can take whatever the US they want, sure. but that's that's like they totally yeah. control. But they 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 have to. They have to. Okay. Sure. But that's what they, at that time, not like today. You, you know what I mean? For sure. I mean, even for them, 60 US dollars could be a, a, a good number. But today, right. you know, but at that time, for anybody. Okay. Right. Uh, so when I landed in Tokyo, 
when I left Tokyo and I wandered around in the airport, I saw Coca-Cola with the two dollars. I was thinking, geez, you know, that that must be a different world, a different life. I only have sixty dollars in my pocket. I, I want to have some something to drink. It, it, it will be two dollars. Oh my goodness. So I end up in the men's room outside drinking the water because I said, oh my goodness, okay, I, I'm not going to pay anything. I mean, I'm just looking for some place I can have a drink for, for I don't have to pay anything. Mm. You, you know what I mean? It, it's 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 uh, 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 the comparison is when I went to the farm, it's just very difficult physical work, okay? Mm-hmm. When I come to the United States, it becomes my head change, okay? What happens in my head start changing, not my body. The head start changing. The head they have to adjust it, okay? Because truly, no comparison, no imagination, never ever thought that something ever existed like that outside of China. It's it, it just, uh, it, it, I don't know how to describe this. It's just like, it's, it, it's just unknown. It's just, just imagine you end up a place which you're going to walk into is completely unknown, 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 okay? You even didn't know how to deal with it. You even don't know how to do, behave, nothing. Zip. Sounds like the farm all over again. Yes, but in a different way. <laughs> uh, so, so you're landing, me, you're in Cleveland. Your, you're in Cleveland. How so, old are you? So, so about, uh, you know, then, then I, 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 I landed in San Francisco. I landed in Hawaii. And when I went through the, the U.S. Uh, uh, okay, immigration, uh, uh, the, the people over there, they never saw the Chinese passport. They said, oh, my goodness, this is Chinese here. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then they, oh, they were so nice to me, so nice to me, okay? Oh, you come here to study? I said, yes, okay? So so after that, uh, uh, San Francisco, my uncle lives in San Francisco, so he actually come to airport. We never met in my life, okay? Mm-hmm. So 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 he got me, he fed me, uh, and then he put me back on the airplane again. Then I flew to uh, San Francisco to Cleveland. Let, let me do a simple way to describe this. After I slept for two, and two to three days when I woke up, when I go out, you, Mike, and Greg, to me, your guys look exactly the same. I'm way better looking than he is. I know. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. yeah for yeah. me, yeah. all your guys look exactly the same. It's kind of weird, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Solid, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and then are you able to, to converse in English at this point? Yeah. Uh, obviously, then, uh, then, then, then we're, talking about the, we're talking about the, the schoolwork. Uh, my end was extremely, extremely good and tough on me. Uh, language, language, language. Uh, I have to learn language. I have to learn how to behave, how to behave, how to sit, how to stand, how to eat. Mm. I have to relearn everything because remember, when you live in the farm for so long, okay, we even didn't have a table to eat on it. Mm-hmm. We're holding a rice bowl. Okay. Sure. Now I have to learn everything. Yeah, you're a peasant. I'm not basically. kidding here. Yeah. Yeah, you were a peasant. You lived like a peasant. 
I mean, I mean I that. It, to... I, I mean that like with all the baggage. No, no, no. On it. Yeah. You know, no, like no. eating with your, your hands. Accent, correct. Yeah. 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 Using hands. Uh, okay. Yeah. And, 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 uh, even even worse than peasant. It, it, I, I, like you said, it's nothing right or wrong here. It's just yeah. the way it was. Okay. It's the only way to describe it. You're a serf. You're a peasant. You're like right. basic, just exactly. surviving hand to mouth, hand to mouth. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. And now you imagine, now you come here. Okay. You have to sit nicely. Okay. You don't have to. <laughs> you, you have to learn. I never saw the knife and a fox. In my life, I have to learn with that. <laughs> anyway, this is my reborn again. Sure. Literally reborn. Hey, guys, I, I, have, a, I, I have a show. Uh, we're yeah. not in 10 minutes. <laughs> Do you guys mind? We Looks like it's going to be part three. It looks like it's going to be a three-pack. Uh, At minimum. Okay, guys. Yeah, Ellis. So <laughs> okay. We're hey, gonna get we're gonna get the rest so. of the story. I think it's a good spot to stop anyway. Ellis Yan, we'll okay. be back again with part three soon enough. Thank you. Thank you. See you guys next time. Yeah, bye now. Oh baby, you you got what I need. It's TCPI.com, Greg. <laughs> I think that's enough singing for me. What's happening, man? TCPI.com. I talked about before you heard from Ellis today, more of his story on our next episode. I think we're gonna have to get into where the hell TCP came from. Maybe we'll see. We talk a lot when we get into things with him and we're kind of historically going through it all, but what a great company TCP is. And you can see it from, you know, a lot of it came from Ellis and his background and his story and to what they are today. One of the leaders in led lighting in terms of having just about every product that's out there that you need and every color and every wattage and every size. So when you're a distributor and you go sell somebody an R30 bulb, you can sell that thing and you know that you're gonna get any color they want. You can get 24K, sure, I get 24. Dimming, yeah, no problem. Wattage, yeah, got it all. Go to TCP, check them out. They got what you need, man. And of course, a proud member of the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors. And we thank Alision. Um, what a gentleman, uh, what a life. Um, an adventure, really. Um, the man's been on an adventure, and more to come. Um, we're gonna at some point we're gonna talk about lighting, <laughs> you know. And so, you know, it's really, uh, it's really an honor for Greg and I to to speak to you, Ellis, and and of course, more than anyone, I know, I I know that Ellis agrees with this when I say it's an honor to have you listening. So, thank you for listening, folks. Bye for now. On the rectory wall, there's a sign there for all. You are lost, Lord is there to find you. 